today welcome one and all to episode 83 of i learned nothing a philosophy podcast for deranged lunatics uh, my name is benjamin kulo cholak i am a uh, a professor emeritus of philosophy at princeton university which is located now in austin texas We've we've uh, you they moved it brick by brick brick by brick. We've <laughs> moved the entire the campus. Entire campus. They didn't build new buildings. Oh no no no! It's the same the same buildings. Uh, we've moved them uh, to Austin, Texas. We've relocated yeah. this uh, over three hundred year old. Uh, actually, not quite three hundred year old, but uh, long oldest shit fucking <laughs> college to Austin, Texas. And now I'm the president of it. You somehow were able to finagle a presidency out of this. Yeah, well, because I helped them move. <laughs> <laughs> I had you a were pick- the I, I had a pickup truck. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only guy they could get. We drove. Yeah, we. <laughs> they we, asked so many people. They were like, "Hey, we'll pay you in beer and pizza." Yeah, billion dollar endowment. And you were like, billions, Ooh. billions, and billions in endowment, and uh, <laughs> they uh, they chose me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it wasn't even my pickup truck. Just because they met your mom and they were like, he knows how to build things. He knows construction. <laughs> Ben's mother is Hispanic. <laughs> for all the new listeners. For all the new listeners. For all you newbies. Welcome to uh, episode 83. And uh, who do we have across from me today? Uh, my name is uh, Pat Dean, the protector of Main Road. The man who holds the keys to Cuck Nation Studios where we record this every week. Yeah. Well, Without literally fail. Literally true. Not well, we fail. Mo- we fail, fail mostly, but I I don't know. We're pretty good at it. We <laughs> it hasn't been more than like a couple weeks that we've skipped. <laughs> well, you know, this is a passion project. It is apparently, and we're in the refractory period right now. Unfortunately, ew, gross, ew, um, how are you, you bitch? Well, bitch, uh, we're here to discuss some philosophy again. Uh, how are we doing on that, by the way? <laughs> on philosophy? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we're knocking out of the park. Yeah, you, you consider going. yourself a philosopher. I'm now. a philosopher and a sex educator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you keep adding in sex educator. Well, I'm a se- well. Oh, hey, then <laughs> I've been educating you. I've been giving you some tips, some pointers. Yeah, you gave me some uh, kind of lingus tips the other yeah, day. Yeah, which is funny because usually before we record, we we do <clears throat> hang out and chat for a minute. And lately, there's been a lot of uh, I don't know where it's coming from, but like unbridled sexuality on display on, on your part. What do you mean? I'm not bringing it to the table. Hey, it takes you're the one who comes in and you're telling me about how much you've been eating box. No. And how much you love fingering broads. What? And uh, dude, it's true. It's on fucking tape. I mean, yeah, but I, 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 I There's an it. audio record of it. Yeah, but I always delete that part. Listen, my, my point is that I... Not you know, really. There's some episodes where you talk about it. Oh, 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 are there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's out there. Whoa. <laughs> 
Well, you know what? Hey, hey, fellas, you're welcome. Well, there, I guess I guess he can't. It doesn't really count because at, at one point you. So I think the last episode you were talking about how how great it is to to uh, watch a woman O when they uh, when they get effed, uh, and <laughs> that I remember saying. Yeah, and regretting immediately. <laughs> yeah, and you were and you were making all sorts of like well, gestures yeah, at don't, me. Don't give the secrets away. Well, I'm not giving the secrets. I can't sexual see it. Secrets. Yeah, sexual secrets. With that Sex- Yeah, sexual secrets. Well, okay, so now we have two spinoff <laughs> sex related podcasts: Dome Improvement and <laughs> sexual, sexual Secrets, secrets. with Pat Dean. <laughs> And then, oh, everyone just come on in. Why not? Yeah, there's like nine uh, people. There's like here. nine people listening to us record now. And only uh, one of them took a shit on the sofa earlier. Yeah, fucking asshole. Uh, it was Jay. Jay <laughs> shat on the sofa. Yeah, Tim uh, <laughs> crapped on the sofa, unfortunately. Yeah. I don't think it smelled <laughs> bad. <laughs> yeah, the rest of the sofa is literally just look like fecal matter. But, you know, what can you do? Well, no, Ben sat next to him and didn't realize it for like 45 minutes. He yeah, so I sat, next to, I sat next to a turd for like hey, 45 oh, minutes. A turd? Turd? <laughs> turd? You sat next to a turd? I sat next to a turd. The sidekick um, from Man Cow. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of turds. Uh, How are you? I'm doing all right. Good. Uh, we're going to, we're going to, uh, we're going back to, uh, I'll, I'll set the mood, all right? We're talking about a French guy. Oh, All right. I thought someone's getting married. No, God, you are so ignorant. <laughs> what? Oh, French people don't get married, Bin? No, they don't. Well, I mean, they only get married to cheat on each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's seems... like the French way. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> that's why they get married. <laughs> just to cut, just that to... way, so they only get married so they can have torrid love affairs to deeply hurt the other person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So everyone, everyone in France is just so deeply wounded. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a cycle of wounding the yeah. their, their romantic yeah. partners. Just, just like a bedrock of mistrust and, and, and suspicion. Oh God. Yeah. And and coming. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. Oh yeah. I think the French have probably come the most. Of any country. Of any country. Like if yeah, you could probably. like I wonder if you could like weigh if you could like weigh the amount of cum that's coming well, out. Well you, of you, every you country. have to call Junebug to weigh, <laughs> weigh it. <laughs> weigh the weigh it. <laughs> This cum is too heavy, Wade. Yeah. Um. Well, I don't know. Um. I don't know if there's a way to measure. Uh, I mean, and if there was a way to measure it, I would not want to take is there part a of that. Can you imagine if, like, you were a scientist and you're like fresh out of school, a scientist school, and you're like, hell yeah, let's do some science. And I then guess your you first could job, estimate it. You could estimate it by being like, all right, well, the average male produces this amount of cum. Sure. Right. Per ejaculation. You know what? I think that. <laughs> We finally reached a topic I'm not going to Google in the middle of the episode because <laughs> I don't know how to Google that. What country has came the, the most? most? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, how would anyone know that? Well, I wonder if there's any one See, country. Keep on go. No, because you're, you're so French. France is the obvious choice, but I think there's probably some like. I think there's a case to be made with the Italians. Oh, really? You know? Yeah, they're, they're essential yeah. people. What about South America, Central America, a sensuous? I guess Brazil. Ah, uh, you know what? I would say Brazil probably. Yeah, because it's big and they love it. They love it. There's something about it that just drives these They're guys like, crazy. Oh, that's my that's my impression of Portuguese. Man, I, you have such opinions on. See, I have a lot of opinions on things that I really don't know much about. Uh-huh. But you have such high opinions about like language and like what language is. Do and sound like because I'm good at it. I'm good at languages. Oh, yeah. Well, you fooled me and the <laughs> listeners of this podcast. I guess I've just been faking English the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> How much Chinese? You learned Chinese, right? Yeah, I learned Chinese for two years. Nice. Yeah. What do you remember? 
Uh, uh, Could you okay? Explain to me the Israel-Palestine conflict in Chinese, (laughs) please. Um, No, we'll we'll make that a Patreon. All right, fair enough. Ben explains Israel-Palestine. Yeah, in Chinese, in Mandarin uh, (laughs) Chinese. Not only that, but I solve it. <laughs> yeah, and, and like, and like, there's someone listening to it. Just the, the, the one guy who knows Chinese. Yeah, one of our forty listeners. Yeah, <laughs> one take, of our forty like Patreon payers. And he just takes off the the cans, and he's like, "Wow, that was." And he's like, "Oh, that well, was anti-Semitic." Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, "How do I email the UN?" Um, <laughs> UN at AOL.com. <laughs> yeah, they have AOL. <laughs> why not? That's why it's such an ineffective organization. I might switch to AOL, dude. I'm feeling so nostalgic. Yeah. Oh, dude, Hotmail, Yahoo. Dude, I've been listening to so much, speaking of Brazil, so much, like, Sepultura, so much weird metal lately. Not weird, but, like, old metal. Okay, it's just foreign metal. <laughs> just yeah. anything foreign is Well, they, they usually sing in English. There's this one song where they they have this dude who's just some traditional, like, Brazilian singer, mm-hmm. and they just, they're, like, singing in Portuguese, and I was like, man, this sounds pretty intense. And I looked up, the like, the, the, the translations, and they're just naming parts of, like, a city. It's very strange. Oh, well, okay. But you know what? That band still rules. So if you're wondering, I didn't know they were Brazilian. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh 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 yeah. So if you're wondering, <laughs> hey, does Sepultura hold up? I'm here to tell you, fuck yeah, it does. Yeah. And turn off wa- this podcast now and listen to it. And bitch. if you're wondering how even remotely this is a philosophy podcast. Oh yeah. Uh, if you stuck with us, now we'll finally get into it. Oh yo man, it's my <laughs> least favorite part of the. I know. <laughs> well, we kind of like just bullshitting, hanging in. out, <laughs> talking to my friend Ben. Well, you we'll know? dive in. We'll we'll we'll. We'll have this? some time to, you know, riff and, uh, you know, shoot the shit. Sure. We're, we can discuss what we're making for dinner later today. Yeah, we decided that we're making dinner. Yeah. And we're going to have we're a gonna nice figure romantic it out. dinner. Yeah, nice romantic dinner. You, me, and Aaron. Yeah. And we're going to figure it out. Because <laughs> uh, you were looking at this guy. His, you were look, making notes and shit. I was shit, making notes. I got some notes And you were, like, guy. giggling. There's a couple things. So this guy is intense. Which is insane yeah, to look at. So to look at you looking at a computer and then just start giggling while writing something down. Yeah. It looks so dastardly. <laughs> you should be like twirling your mustache Very too. Very dastardly. Yeah. Um, okay, so ben this dastard. guy. Ben Dastard. <laughs> I'm going to change my Twitter name. Ben Dastard. Ben Dastard, yeah. Oh, that is so strange. Dastard the Bastard. Dastard the Bastard. Ben the Bastard Dastard. <laughs> Your kid Dastard? Well, you know he's a bastard. You're like, you gave birth to him out of wedlock. You're going to call him Dastard call him the Dastard. Bastard. Dastard Cholock. Yikes. That's kind of that's kind of rad. That sounds kind of rad. Dastard Cholock? Dastard Cholock. Oh. That sounds like he's going to be uh, like a stuntman or, yeah. or you know, what's a, what's the word for, god damn it, what was Evil Knievel? He's a stuntman. A stuntman? No, there's another word for it. I mean, it I Never promise mind. it doesn't matter. I don't know. Uh, you get it. So he's a daredevil. Gonna, yeah, a daredevil. Thank you. That's what it was. Like a the daredevil. blind superhero. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give birth to a daredevil. <laughs> His name's gonna be Dastard Cholock. <laughs> God, I hope you have a ki- I hope you have like ten sons and they all grow up to resent you. That would rule so hard. I would kind of rule. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, and then, like I wouldn't just... mind if I had like a, like a re- weird like royal Tenenbaums relationship. Yeah, with my like. Yeah, my fucking ten kids. They're all like way more talented than me. And they're all boys. You yeah, they're all boys. They're all sons. I have ten sons. Hi, my name's Ben, and I have ten sons. <laughs> That's <laughs> how you start off every yeah. performance. Yeah. Hello, guys. My name's I've ben. sired ten sons. <laughs> the Sherlock name lives on somehow. Yeah, against all odds. Yeah. I don't know. I think the odds are in our favor. If it's 10 sons. Yeah. That's a lot of dick. Ew. 
a lot of Cholak dick. I mean, All right. it's implied, but you don't have to. <laughs> Aaron just shaking his head. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, so the guy we're talking about today. <laughs> yeah. What's his name? How many sons does he have? I don't think he had any sons. Ah, fuck this guy. Yeah. We should only learn about people who have only, only multiple sires. sons. <laughs> yeah, only philosopher sires. Hi, I have a... Hi, uh, my name is... You have to have at least one viable son. <laughs> um, I, I, literally, I do not know. I know he got married once. I don't know if this guy had any kids. Okay. Um, Here's his name. What? Gilles Deleuze. Why does this... Why? <laughs> How? Gilles Deleuze uh, is a French philosopher. He's Deleuze. a post-modernist and a post-structuralist. Well, this guy sounds fun. <laughs> hey, did we forget to invite anyone? Yeah, make sure you get that guy who's... What did you say he was? Gilles Deleuze. He's but, a post-modernist and a post-structuralist. I can't imagine saying that to anyone. <laughs> imagine saying that to someone with a straight face. I'm a post-structuralist. <laughs> I mean, What do you do for a living? Well, I'm a post... I'm a post-structuralist. Yeah, and they're like, well, all right. Yeah, and they're like, well, what's a structuralist? I'm a fireman. <laughs> my, my, like, my job is so much more easy to define than what you do. A, ro- a, a rocket I see fire, scientist. I get rid of it. A rocket scientist is easier to define than a post-structuralist. I sometimes a rocket scientist is like, what is a rocket scientist? It's someone who designs rockets. Yeah, yeah. Um, I What's some- a brain surgeon? Someone who yeah. performs surgery on brains. What's a post-structuralist? It's up to your interpretation, man. <laughs> you know what? That kind of works. Sometimes <laughs> I, when I look at firefighters, I think about how funny it'd be if they just grew up hating fire, and that's why they do what they do for. A they literally fight. What if they literally fight fire? <laughs> they just hate. They it. just go in throwing punches. Yeah. <laughs> they just they're so, get so worked up that the chief has to go. No, right, Brian, you're a great firefighter when you're not trying to punch the flame. So just remember that when you go in. He's like, yep. yeah, and he just can't help himself. Remember that the flame is not a physical body. It is actually just a, a combustion reaction. <laughs> so you know. <laughs> Punching it won't work. <laughs> Man, fire sucks. Fire does suck. Yeah, fire's pretty shitty. It's ruined a lot of lives, but Ben helped a lot of people. Yeah, you know what's also helped people? What? Post-structuralism. Actually, not at all. Not even in the. I've slides. never even heard of it. Uh, so post-structuralism and post-modernism. We'll get into it in a second, but uh, let's just do a couple details about this guy's bio. Okay. All right. So in case you haven't noticed, Gilles Deleuze is uh, also Brazilian. It's crazy that this keeps coming up. No, <laughs> no, French as fuck. Uh, the Fre- is probably the Frenchest name I've ever heard. Um, maybe the Frenchest guy we've ever talked about. Really? This guy smoked so much that he, well, he didn't die of lung cancer. Uh, because he made sure that he wouldn't die of lung cancer. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this guy was born in Paris uh, on January 18th, 1925, uh, and died on November 4th, 1995. What? Yeah, when he threw himself out of his apartment window. <laughs> Man, he was so old when he did it. <laughs> well, he was so old and so infirm. Wait, what year was he born? 1925. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. He was actually only, yeah, he was 70. He was 70 when he died. Sure. Yeah. That's old, dude. I'm not making it past 55. Like, that's ancient to me. Okay, well, I think this guy also wished he lived to 55. I'm praying for 55, dude. This guy was like, this guy shot past 55 and was like, well, that's, this sucks. And then out the window and died. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Um, So this guy, excuse me. Um, this guy. This uh, guy. I'm, I, uh, my name's Ben. I have a fuck you. Mouth. I burped off mic. I didn't even fucking. You have to bring it up. No, you had a weird thing in your voice. I got a bunch of donuts sliding down. Your all right. Well, you throat. fucking burp all the time on mic. So fuck you. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. I'm a gentleman. No, you. You're gaslighting me. Shut you're up. Yelling directly into the mic. 
You don't know anything about mic technique. You scream into it, you burp into it, you fart into it, you fuck into it. I'm sick of it. I fuck into it? Yeah. <laughs> I fuck into the mic. Hey, I mean, can you verbally, fuck into the mic? <laughs> you verbally do. <laughs> With your kind words. Oh, gross. Um. Okay. So this guy, uh, the reason he killed himself was because he was so infirm and weak uh, <laughs> that he couldn't even write. He couldn't oh. even perform the physical act of writing. That means he couldn't even J.O. No, he couldn't J.O. To, to those guys. Yeah, when this guy, when this guy flew out of uh, his his apartment's window, when he like hit the ground, it wasn't like a big mist of blood. It was a mist of cum because he, he had held it in for so long. Um, <laughs> you know what his last words were when he jumped out the window? What? <laughs> <laughs> for real. Yeah, laughed in a weird French way. Laughed in the French way. Why do they do that? <laughs> laughing in the French way. Anytime you say in the French way, it sounds like a sex it's move. A, yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I mowed the lawn today in the French way. In the French oh, way. And it's like, God, I don't know what that means, but it probably means with your dick. You know, it's crazy because we've been married for 15 years and I still make scrambled eggs with her in the French way. <laughs> uh, gross. This guy fucks his wife. Gross. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, Get out of right. here. Get out of here. <laughs> Stop fucking your wives. How un-American is that? How dare you fuck your wife? How dare you? <laughs> this is America, Get Jack. the hell out of here. <laughs> love it or leave it, puto. Yeah, but don't love her. Um, all right, so this guy, Gilles Deleuze, uh, before he threw himself out of his apartment window, yeah. he wrote uh, a ton of shit. Um, and it was all in the tradition of what's called postmodernism or post-structuralism. So we've talked about some of these guys before. They're almost all French. Guys. These guys. Guys. Um, Do you remember Foucault? Yeah. Do you remember Derrida? Sure. Okay. (laughs) Do you? No, but I remember the first guy because okay. I thought he was a French wave a filmmaker or new wave filmmaker. You think everyone's a new wave filmmaker? Well, because they're all French. And so they're all French. They always have these names where it's like, oh, you're, you're, you're a new wave dude. Yeah, well, well, Foucault was definitely a new wave dude. Nice. He's also a leather daddy. Really? Yeah, we talked about this. You fucking do not listen. <laughs> I listen at the time. I just don't retain. Yeah, you don't retain it. I got all. a lot of important stuff in my brain. I got to remember. Like what? Social security number. Got that memorized. Uh, mom's <laughs> cell phone. Got that memorized. Uh, I don't. Know, I, I have my mom's cell phone memorized, but not my dad's because my dad has a terrible relationship with his cell phone. <clears throat> What does that mean? Like does his, he beat it? No, I've, I, I think we <laughs> talked about this. His his message, his outgoing message on his answer machine is that he doesn't check his voicemail because he doesn't know how, and he like forgot the password and has no way to reset it. That's oh. in the that's in the message. You know, I had to. So on Monday, I had to teach my mom how to text. What? Yeah. How? Because she doesn't know how to do it. Benny. Because she's got. How she, do I do the text on the telephone, Benny? I mean, that's kind of how it went. <laughs> that's how the fucking thing Unbelievable. went. Unbelievable. So he. So I'm not gonna lie. I mean, like, I you know I love her. She's my mom, but she she's, talks like that. She's so foreign. She. T- that's yeah. That's how and, she talks. She's so. She's not. Old, she's not that old, but I she's know. just like foreign and old, and like hates technology. So she got like her very first iPhone, and like doesn't know. Did not know how to text until I told her on Monday. This is, this is, this is a woman who has like a professional April 1st, career. April 1st, 2019. But she My has mother a, learned how to text. She had a career as like an architect, right? Yeah. And she works for the World Bank. And she tra- she's traveled internationally. Yeah. She lives internationally. Yeah. Away from this country. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. how yeah. did you teach? Yeah. Yeah. See? So how did you teach her? I just explained to her. I was like, okay, go to the uh, go to the, the messaging app. Okay. And she's like, and she's like, the one that looks like a cloud? And I'm like, yep, that one. But how do I speak through cloud, baby? And she's like, 
okay, well, how do I text you? And I'm like, okay, so at the top, go to the search bar at the top and then click into it and then start typing my name. And she's like, it's not showing up. It's because <laughs> it's saved under cabron. <laughs> yeah, she's pinche cabron. It's actually saved under pinche cabron. <laughs> so I'm like, P- type pinche cabron. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, there it is. <laughs> and then I'm like, all right, so now click my name. Click my name because it'll pop up. Click it or press it. And then it'll open up a conversation. Yeah. Okay. And then she goes, where do I type? And I go, go to the bottom where it says iMessage. Yeah. Press in there and a keyboard will pop up and you start typing your message. Did you think any of this was like the devil's work? Like when, like when the keyboard no. popped up, was she like, la diablo? No. No. Okay. Can I tell you a story? Sure. I got nothing but time, baby. So last year I had to teach her how to Google things. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, oh, yeah. Oh, I might no. have told this story before. Uh, yeah. Not a, I don't think on this. It's not a good look, but <laughs> this oh, is no. not a good look. Ugh. Okay. So she. So she she doesn't really she doesn't know how to use computers like at all. No, so clearly. I, I had to like fucking tell her like how to Google things. And so I, I go, all right, well, you pull up Google. All right. And uh, like luckily I had down. This was like while we were at home. Yeah. Um. I had downloaded Chrome for her on her computer, so I'm just like, we'll just look for that rainbow-colored icon and You're just click boy. on it. Yeah, I'm a Chrome boy. And, um, I'm a Safari head. Are you really? Yeah. That's the worst one. That's no, worse that's than the best fucking... One. No, it's worse than the Explorer. Nah, it's, it's, it's cool. <laughs> okay, dude. <laughs> anyway, so she downloaded... So she had I'll Chrome fight already to download, the death download. for Safari. Okay, can you let me finish? I'm trying to. No, you're not. And uh, Okay, so she pulls up Chrome. Yeah. <laughs> And the first, like, homepage is just, like, the Google search page, right? And there's a – okay. Well, I'm not going to say this because that's almost blowing it. But anyway, so she pulls up Chrome, and then she's screaming into the phone at me. And she's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I'm like, what? What? And I'm, like, really worried, right? Because it's my mom. Screaming? She's, like, yelling into the phone. like sure. Obviously very startled. And she's like, there's a black man here. She says there's a black man here. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? Like, in the house? Like, are you okay? Like, what's going on? Did someone, like, break in? And he's and she's like, no, 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 on the screen, on the screen. And I'm like, what? So I open up my computer and I go to Google, <laughs> just just Google.com. <laughs> the website. Yeah, the website. This was on this happened to be on <laughs> Martin Luther King Day. Yes. And the Google Doodle <laughs> on the, around the search bar was <laughs> Martin Luther King <laughs> delivering his I have a dream speech. It was a drawing. It, it was wasn't drawing. even <laughs> She's scared of drawings. And she's like, there's a black man yelling at me. I mean, <laughs> yelling. First of all. And like, he was raising his voice, right? Because he was delivering an impassioned speech. Yeah. <laughs> Into a microphone. Yeah. I mean, that is the funniest. Most it's racist. A <laughs> most racist thing. My mom is like wicked racist. Hey. Um, But she was very startled for a second because she saw a drawing of Martin Luther King. Hey, man, you know. I've always said, well, you know, I remember one time she was worried that uh, Martin Luther King was going to kill her, had break, had broken into her home to rape and rob her. Yeah. And she was and he was on the computer. Mm -hmm. Look, I mean, growing up is interesting because like (laughs) growing up is interesting, isn't it? My my parents would always (laughs) be like, look, I got no problem with them, but I I just don't want my our daughter uh, dating a drawing. (laughs) (laughs) I have no problem with cartoons. No, but I just don't want my my daughter coming home with a cartoon. Hey, I okay? work with a lot of cartoons. I get along with them. It's great. <laughs> we got no problems. Ask any of them. <laughs> okay. So anyway, Gilles Deleuze, this French philosopher. Now that didn't really happen. 
What? The drawing thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now they never said that growing up. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, I think everyone <laughs> knows that, Pat. <laughs> the idea of me being like, oh, no, what if they get the wrong idea? Yeah, what, yeah, what if they get the wrong idea? What if Clearly, someone is like, mad? Yeah. Okay. Some drawing advocate. All right. So let's let's get back into this. Okay. So let's talk about postmodernism for yeah, a second. Let's. Okay. So postmodernism, we actually kind of covered it also with uh, with Jay's episode talking about Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson hates postmodernism. And vegetables. The Does man he? won't eat his vegetables. He eats, he eats like red meat and that's it. Well, that's something you have in common with him. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I mean, he's not wrong about everything. (laughs) Okay. Postmodernism is a tradition in philosophy that there's a lot of things that it entails, but one of the things that it entails is a uh, rebellion against narratives um, and uh, an interpretation of past philosophy that's basically undermining the idea of a fixed and present truth that uh truth is varied fragmented uh in constant flux and uh there is no privileged position really yeah okay that's what postmodernism kind of says type postmodernism is also one of these bullshit philosophies that's like that's like oh well we don't have a position on anything and it's oh, like oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, well go fuck yourself yeah um take a stand gil kind of yeah whatever this guy's name gil. is <laughs> oh, gil oh gil oh gil oh, oh gil oh my name's gil to lose oh i i have one of my lungs removed so i'm gonna throw myself out of my <laughs> apartment balcony uh oh gil needs this one um Okay. Are you having an affair with with Bill? Oh no! Don't put him on. Oh hey, Bill, how you doing? <laughs> it was my favorite old Gil moment. Yeah. God, I remember Gil was introduced kind of late. Very in late. Simpsons. Yeah. Very late. But he became an instant classic. Yeah. Unlike Poochie. Fuck Poochie. Poochie's uh, the best. I hate Poochie. <laughs> Why? I, I I think I just hate Poochie because I was told to hate him. Well, yeah. I mean, he also, he also died on his way back to his home planet. Yeah. So right. <laughs> never see him again. We both took okay. sips of both beer at the exact, exact, same time. exact same time. In case you're wondering why there was a weird lull, yeah. it's because we were both uh, uh, drinking alcohol at the exact same time. <laughs> I'm looking at the... Okay, I was just looking at the sound waves uh, while we're recording, uh-huh. and it just there's just nothing. <laughs> because we were drinking beer. Okay. So... What a time. One of the ways that this guy is... What a is, terrible podcast. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Uh, okay, so this guy... Uh, Gilles. Gilles. Let's call him Gil because I'm tired, Gil. Of, I'm t- tired of saying Gilles. Um, which is how you really pronounce it. And I'm tired of seeing your nipples through your shirt every goddamn time we record. Stop touching them. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about his metaphysics. You want to talk about his metaphysics? I can't wait. Okay. So let me start with this. Uh, what is identity? Identity uh-huh. is who you are. It's who you are. Well, what makes you who you are? Um, a combination of genetics and uh, what do you call experience? Genetic. Okay, genetics and experience. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. But what makes your combination of genetics and experience different from Aaron's combination of genetics and, and experience? We're not that different. You're not that different? No. So are you the same person? No. Uh, what makes us different? Yeah. Um. Well, because... No two DNA codes are the same, and no two experiences are the same, for the most part. Well, that one's true. DNA can be the same. Oh, really? 
Well, I mean, like, for example, we share 98% of the same DNA as monkeys. Uh, as chimps, yeah. to be precise. Pisses me off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Get but, out of there. <clears throat> Get it out of me. Okay. So I want to be a human being, not refra- a goddamn monkey. Shut up. Let me reframe the question. Sure. Are you and Aaron the same person? We're not. You're not. Okay. So why are you not the same person? Because I am me with our DNA will not our uh, blood will be different and our DNA is different and Mm -hmm. we've had different lives. Okay. Bitch. So do you notice the word that you've used the most in explaining that right there? Bitch. (laughs) Arguably, yes, it's been bitch. Yeah. But the second most used word in Uh, what what? you just used. Different. Different. Nice. Yeah. So the way that you make me feel. Different. I make you feel different. With your put-downs and your insults. <laughs> your jabs and your jibes. Um, well, regardless of how I make you feel, you are... No, let's talk are, about... No. You are not the same. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to hash, we're gonna hash this out right it. now. It's like, welcome, everyone, to episode 83, the most awkward episode. Yeah, just the most emotionally, like, <laughs> devastating episode. The okay. next episode, we're just back to normal, like nothing happened. So you and Aaron are not the same people because you're different. Yes. Okay. Are you different people because you're not the same people? Yes. Okay. What is prior to which? I'm sorry? What is prior? He's an influential stand-up influ- comedian. Influential black sp- stand-up comic. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say black. Um. <laughs> yeah, in my head, I was like, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> um. <clears throat> The main takeaway from Gill's uh, metaphysics is an upending of what's been understood as traditionally the main concept in all philosophy is identity. Oh, no. Philosophy basically says that, like, if you're going to start anywhere, you start with this. X is X. A thing is that thing, right? It's the principle of identity. Yeah. Okay. Gil Deleuze says that that is not the foundational place to start that is not the first concept the first concept is difference and identity is the result of difference identity comes from differences whereas traditionally what's been understood in philosophy is that things having their own identities is what makes differences yeah right gill switches it around he says the thing that makes identities is difference Difference is first, then it's identity. Do you agree? I kind of do. And it's a little obvious once you think of it that way, okay? Because when you start thinking about anything, you group things into categories. But how do you how do you group things into categories? Like when you look at this, this thing I'm pointing at? The microphone. Yeah, okay? Now what am I, am I pointing at? You're pointing at my microphone, and okay. I really prefer you don't. So get your hand away from me. Do you see Ben and I uh, record this podcast eyeball to eyeball? <laughs> We're like an inch, an inch away from each Our other. Foreheads are touching. <laughs> it's very uncomfortable. It is so stressful. It is the most stressful thing. Like I, I do not look forward to this. <laughs> I spend every day being like, oh, God, I have to do this. Yeah, I tie a belt around both of our heads and make it tight. So yeah. that our foreheads touch. Um. It's it's worse than like visiting my dad in the hospital, but uh... <laughs> yeah, because you because you wouldn't stop complaining about the food. Yeah, <laughs> ben, it back. I keep sending it back, and they keep <laughs> giving it. My to dad me. died of starvation because he kept sending the food back. 
What if? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I just thought of the worst joke. Is it what I have to edit out? You might have to edit it okay, out. Okay, then so. tell me after. All right, I'll I tell hate, you after. I hate when this happens. <laughs> ben, what'll happen is we'll be recording, and we're on a roll, and then Ben will just say something, and I'm like, well, that whole section has to go now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I won't, I, won't tell, I won't say it online. It's very, yeah, it's very bad. Okay. Nice. Um, I'll say it on the Patreon. How about okay. that? So, yeah. Hey, oh, folks, yeah, our Patreon. We have a Patreon. Uh, why don't you fucks take two seconds out of your fucking day? Yeah, come on. Uh, show some appreciation. Show some respect. Show some respect. Uh, and give us five dollars for uh bonus episodes. And what are the bonus episodes? Well, one of them, w- the last one was hor- horrible. <laughs> well, no, I thought horrific. It was horrific. I thought it was pretty fun. I mean, it was funny, but like I hated it. So what happens on the the other? So Ben tortures me with philosophy uh, on this on this podcast. So uh, lately, what I've been doing on our Patreon, where I explain a random topic to Ben. Uh, is just picking things that I know he's not going to like yeah. or appreciate. Now we've gotten into this equilibrium where, like, now we just know that each topic is our revenge. <laughs> and yeah, our shows turn into a revenge. And it's, it's a revenge podcast. This is a revenge podcast now. It's a philosophy podcast for the vengeance inclined. For the, for the vindictive and the vengeful. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, Pat hates philosophy, so I just torture him with philosophy. Yeah. And then he picks a random topic on our Patreon to torture me with. The last one was historic eaters. We talked about Terrare. Yeah, just just um, people who had uh, very weird appetites. We've talked about gross people. Yeah, it's, it's really it's, gross and all pitiful people. Yeah, I feel really bad for them. But yeah, they were gross. Yeah, they were. We've talked about uh, a woman who was a uh, uh, what do you call possessed? Possessed. We've talked well, not about... not possessed. She was in fact just mentally ill. Yeah, but uh, her family thought she was possessed, so they murdered her. And they have recordings of it, and it is. Again, don't listen to don't listen to the recordings of the exorcism. It's very scary. Okay. Uh, there's all sorts of cool stuff that we discuss. But anyway, yeah, that's a uh, five bucks a month, Ben. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? A five low shekels. low price of five five wumpums, five smiles a month will get you <laughs> bonus content. Five roses a month. <laughs> at least four episodes a fucking uh, a month. Also, how about this, Ben? Uh-huh. How about this? What if you live in Austin, Texas, and you are a Patreon member, we're doing Monday night comedy nights. I said night twice. At the Velveeta <laughs> Room, if you're a goddamn patron, you get in for free. How about that? Oh, can you believe okay. it? Hey, Austin, Austin Fox. If you live in Austin, you can come to comedy shows for free at mon- on Monday at the Velveeta Room if you're a Patreon subscriber. And the tickets to the uh, to those shows run between 7 and 10 bucks, so... It literally pays for itself if you yeah. go to one show. So <laughs> keep that in mind. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Well, Just okay, stealing we, from my job. We got to work on a way to verify that they're actually Patreon members. But we'll get they can just They'll just email me. Email. Um, the I guess room. we could just check against the email. Yeah. yeah. It's not a big you deal. have to use the email that you signed up to Patreon at. For free. This is us figuring out how to monetize our podcast on air. <laughs> yeah, we're also gonna figure out dinner on air. So yeah. it's, it's a lot of we have a lot of bad segments on this show. The worst segments, yeah. The monetizing, segments monetizing our podcast on air. <laughs> sometimes Victoria cooks dinner for us and we eat that on air. Yeah, but she's not here, so we have to fend for ourselves. Yeah, it's really upsetting that she had to. Oh, I have to go to my job. Fuck off. Fuck. Fuck her. Hey, we're at our job right now. This is why we don't talk about women on this podcast. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> No, I think it's because of the of your my latent sec- your, sexism. You're yeah. latent. Well, it's not latent. <laughs> you're uh, on display. Well, we talked about Simone de Beauvoir like 
10 episodes ago. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, <laughs> I thought she was from New Orleans. Yeah, you thought she was black. Just, yeah, I've I, 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 I always heard that name. I always, for some reason, associated Simone de Beauvoir, it. you've heard that name. Yeah. How have you heard that name that often and just like, never looked na- into I, it? I hear names. You thought she was a jazz musician, didn't you? No, you I didn't she was know what singer. she was. I, thought, I assumed she was like an author or something. I just never looked into it because, I don't know, I'm a, I just didn't. So you just assumed she was black? Yeah. Why? My whole life. Not my whole life, but I, because I thought she was from New Orleans. I thought it was like a, like a French name. It is a French name. She's from France. Okay, well, sometimes... Ben, I know you don't leave your apartment ever, so I know this blows your mind that you don't ever uh, leave the city, but there are some people in New Orleans who have uh, French names. What do you say to that? I'm aware of that. How are you? It yeah, I am. Like you're not. But why would you go to... What? I why just thought you... she was. I, so... I think I saw a photograph. This is so stupid. I think I saw a photograph. This is the dumbest fucking podcast. No, it's great. Uh, I think I saw a photograph of someone. I thought she was black or something. I don't know. You saw a photograph of a someone... Drawing. You saw that they were black. It was drawing. And you're like, oh, that's Simone de Beauvoir. Yes. The- I'm being dead serious. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's her. Okay, she's not. She's a very white, thin-lipped white Yeah, woman. and that makes you happy, you fucking racist. My no, point it doesn't is make that- me happy. Well, it's then just why that's do you what have it is. Such a big smile on That's your what face. the facts are. Then why is that smile shining through? I'm not smiling. Well, you are, you're not now, but before you were. All right, so <laughs> to lose. The Gil, point is, go to our podcast. If you like arguments, go to the podcast. Go to oh, Patreon. If you lo- at least this is a good place for arguments. Free tickets. I like this is Other a philosophy episodes. podcast where we where we argue, but it's not like good, effective philosophical arguing. It's just us yelling at each other. Well, sometimes we. Uh, well, no, yeah, no, they're, they're never really <laughs> debates that make sense in the context. Of- <laughs> I mean, we're learning about this guy, and you're yelling at me for thinking a woman was black. Not even a third through my notes. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, so why don't we fucking get this over with, huh? Well, go ahead. All right, so difference precedes identity. How do you like that, I bitch? think it's great. Do you really? What do you think? We'll say it again. Difference precedes identity. Well, yeah, because the differences between, you know, the, the, the way that you can... Uh, sort of uh compare yourself to somebody it's always about differences it's always about like yeah that oh you, you do that i don't do that Hold oh i do that let's get back to the, the example that i was trying to set up before we got horribly distracted uh by our microphones own words. yeah the microphones right when you when you use the word microphone right you're referring to a lot of different things but you're grouping them together yes. right okay so how are you grouping them together with with the word with the word, but I mean, like, what is ba- what what is that based on? What do you mean? What is what is that based on? Language based on? I get, like how is so when you say mic when I say microphone, right? What do you think in your head? I think of a, a the microphone. A micro. You, I'm pointing at this. Yeah. Is this a microphone? It is. Okay, that thing. Yes. That's a microphone. Mm-hmm. What about that? No, that's a backpack. Well, I'm pointing past it. I don't know what you're pointing at. Like, the, b- the banjo. How the fuck am I supposed to know that's what you're pointing at? Because I'm pointing right at it. Okay, I want to point this out to everyone. Ben is sitting across from me, okay? He's pointing at things. Right, I fi- can't oh, tell. Fine, you... fine, fine, fine. What is this? It's a beer bottle. Oh, the thing you're pointing directly at is a beer yeah. bottle. That's okay. how you point at things, Ben. If you just point at... What is this? What is this? Hey, what am I pointing at, Ben? What, what is this? At? What am I pointing at? The Lanolax poster. No. The deer head? Yeah. Okay, so it took me two tries. Yeah, it took you three tries because I, there's more stuff over here. <laughs> Look at the, there's the modem, there's a banjo, there's a there's several bags. Why am I pointing at the modem? 
Why are you pointing at a banjo? <laughs> What's weird about pointing at a modem? They're both two things. They're both not microphones, you fuck. They're both not microphones. Yes! Why are they not microphones? Because they're not! <laughs> How are they not microphones? Because a microphone is a fucking microphone. And th- these are not What makes a microphone a microphone? I feel like this is coded language for homosexuality. <laughs> and I feel like you're trying to trick me into saying something not okay. No, I'm not. I'm literally just trying to ask you what makes a microphone a microphone. They become that. No. Look, my point is that. What? Because what, they're born that way. They're born that way. <laughs> what, what makes a microphone a microphone? Yeah. Is that what you're asking me? Yes. Electricity and a fucking uh, mic head. A mic head, okay. And, electri- and that's it, and electricity. <laughs> and electricity. The only thing. Okay. <laughs> but you don't even... This is, I, if it's I don't know why I try to do this. It always fucking derails. I still don't know why the fuck you thought it was so weird that I thought you were pointing out a modem and okay, not a fine, banjo. Fine, 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 fuck you. Stop. Okay? Yeah, I got a modem, ladies. <laughs> yeah, if you want to come else, over... How else would we be able to If you want to come over, look at my modem, and fuck, let me know. Hit me up on... Hinge. Watch. Look at my modem. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Not Tinder. I'm on Hinge, Ben. Oh, that one. Yeah. That one sucks. No way. I guess. All right. Look. The point is. What's the point? When we try to identify something by a word, right? Like a microphone, we are associating certain things that they have in common, right? But really, what we're doing is that we're, uh, we're just kind of wiping away everything around that concept that is that different from them. Yeah. So, like, this is not this. You're saying the microphone is not the it bottle of beer. It's not the bottle of beer. No, it's not. No, it's not. And if you try to tell Why? me it is, I'm going to have a shit fit. No, it's not, it's not the same. Good. It's not the same. It's different. Yeah. Why is it so different? Because it's made of different materials. And different materials. Does a different function. Does a different function. It doesn't have a wire connected at it. It doesn't have a fucking microphone head. It's a completely different thing. Okay? Sure. Right. So the difference bet- from the microphone and this make this more of a microphone. But what is the difference between this and the TV behind you? There's so many differences. Okay, but are there as many differences as the beer bottle? Um... Maybe. No, probably less differences. You think a TV is more... Well, yeah, you're probably right. closer to a microphone than this is. is. Sure. Okay. So you just keep going down until... Oh, I do. Until... (laughs) Remember that conversation? Yeah, I know. Yeah, you like to EB. Um, (laughs) Eat box. (laughs) You were kind of like... Your eyes were doing that thing where you're trying to think of what I was referring to. So I felt I had to No, that's my Tourette's. Oh, okay. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, Ben's disrespecting me in my own home, Cuck Nation Studios. Cuck Nation Studios. Uh, okay, so di- so difference is what establishes identity. Yes. Okay, because you can't just say, "Well, this is a microphone." Why? Because it's a microphone. But why not? I feel like that would make things so much easier on this podcast. Okay, but then why can't I just say that this is a microphone? Because it's not. It's not. Why is it not? Because it just isn't. It's a bottle. It's an empty bottle of beer because of your alcoholism. <laughs> okay. But the fact that like I'm saying I'm saying this is a microphone and you're negating me yes. because you know what a microphone is, okay? And your knowledge of what a microphone is is based off of what it isn't. Yeah. Um. Sure. I mean, am I wrong? No. Okay. So, is this is this a beer bottle? Yeah. Is this a beer bottle? No, that's hot why, sauce. Why is this not a beer bottle? Because it's hot sauce. It's hot sauce. It bottle. looks like a. It looks like a beer bottle. It has a. It's the a, exact same shape it as has a beer a, bottle. It has a, your cousin on the cover of it, <laughs> and it's filled with hot sauce. 
Okay, so it's filled with hot sauce. That's the difference. I mean, what if mainly these were both empty. No, because one of them has the shape. Because one of them at the top of the hot sauce bottle. I cannot believe that you're having me figure <laughs> out with the differences between a hot sauce bottle and okay, a beer bottle. But are these both bottles? Yes, they are both bottles. Yeah. Why are they both bottles? Because they're made of glass. Okay. Is this made of glass? The microphone? Yeah. No. Well, I mean, I don't know. I guess not. No. Okay. So that's what makes this different from these two things. Sure. The fact that it's not that this is made of glass. This is made of glass. This is not made of glass. So is my jaw. I would love to find that out. Glass jaw. You just punch me once. I'm just done. I would love to find that out. God, this is a disaster. Maybe okay. we be boxers. That'll be our next podcast. All right, we're going to move on the to the box next cast. thing. We're going to move on to the next Here's thing. Here's what we do. We do a new podcast. <laughs> no, okay? shut up. Where it's about <laughs> boxing and about eating <laughs> eating box. It's called the box zone. <laughs> the un- the unboxables. Is it called the box zone or the unboxables? I don't know. Maybe we can leave this it up to the worst listeners. episode. No, it's the best one. I know already that this is the worst one. <laughs> well, we haven't learned anything because you're talking about uh, uh, beer bottles and modems and all kinds of nonsense. Okay, so the point of that whole thing, that whole fiasco, yeah, is that uh, what has been traditionally understood as the underpinnings of all of philosophy is that being able to identify an object as an object, or any process as a process, or an event as an event, the uh, that that recognition of identity, all right, that that's fundamental. Gill says that it's not fundamental. Uh-oh. It's actually secondary to a prior thing, and that prior thing is difference, okay? And that leads to his overall theory of metaphysics, which is basically that everything that exists, everything in existence is in constant flux. It's yeah. all just a network of differences, okay? Okay. Uh, and that's the only constant. So this is kind of like, do you remember when we talked about Heraclitus? Yes. Kind of. I bet you. <laughs> there's no way you do. No, he he was Greek. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And he was a philosopher. Uh huh. What else? What more is Anything there? Anything else? No. That's all you got to know. <laughs> okay. Heraclitus was one of the pre-Socratic philosophers who he was one of the first to say that uh, all of existence is just change and flux. Ah, uh, That's yes. the only constant. Okay. This guy kind of takes a page from his book and says. Everything is just difference. Everything is multiplicity. The the hit movie with Michael Keaton and Andy McDowell. <laughs> we have that on VHS in my house with the shrink wrap still on it. I've for I've, years. I've watched that movie so many times. That was like my favorite movie. When I don't I was think I've ever actually seen it. Really? No. You should watch it. It's good. It we should good? watch that tonight. Maybe. While we make dinner. While we make dinner. Yeah. Watch multiplicity. With <laughs> we watch, Michael we should Keaton. watch multiplicity. <laughs> Aaron doesn't seem very enthused. Aaron, I like it. You don't like you don't like multiplicity, Aaron. <laughs> it's dog shit. He says it's dog shit. I loved it. I don't think I've never maybe seen it. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't hold up. I mean, but last re- time I saw it, I was twelve. Maybe there's a reason why it's still in shrink wrap oh, you, in my Aaron. parents' house. Oh, the knives are out. <sighs> Man, Ben is like really upset about this. I'm kind of mad about this. I like that movie a lot. Okay, you're a multiple man. I'm a multiple man. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Fucking Aaron's a snob. Uh, <laughs> I'm the least snobby person I know. <laughs> okay. So, um, God, where were we? I'm so thrown. You were, you were talking I'm so about shook by you're, that, you're, by you're, that you're, critique of multiple. Ben literally <laughs> looks like he's in shock a little bit. Like it looks like you don't know. Like everything's been. You have to question everything now. I, I kind of do. Yeah. 
All right. So here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, so his idea of of difference as imbuing all of existence, that's the thing that like that challenges us to create concepts. So this gets us into his epistemology, which is basically oh, I like, I've been waiting for this yeah. epistemology. Do you know what epistemology means? Sure. I've, I've explained this to you before. No, yeah. you don't. Yes, I do. What is it? Uh, it's when you name things. Not quite. Well, then what is it? It's the study of knowledge. It's how we acquire knowledge. How is that not quite? That's uh, totally wrong. What? When I said naming things, I just guessed, and you said not quite. How is that? Nah, how is that close. not? 100% it's open to wrong. interpretation. What? Yeah, because like knowledge could just be a matter of naming things. Uh, so Aaron is showing me that multiplicity has forty three percent on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. So what? So it seems like uh, you're wrong. How? Oh, some website proved me wrong. I beg to differ. <laughs> oh. So what happens with this with epistemology? Whatever. Can you say it? Epistemology. Say- I okay. can say that. Okay, good. I just can't say the other word. <clears throat> Basically, this guy is saying that um, the way we acquire knowledge is through uh, what he calls transcendental empiricism. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's basically it's uh, empiricism is one of the schools of epistemology that basically says that everything that uh, all of the knowledge that we that we acquire comes through our senses. It comes through sense data. Okay. As opposed to rationalism, which is like the opposite, which says that. Uh, our knowledge is formed in our in our brains through concepts. What this guy basically says is that he kind of negates Kant. All right, so here's one reason why you should kind of like this guy. Yeah, because Kant is sort of my uh, was he's in, your arch nemesis. In the early days, he was definitely my arch. Ne- I guess he still is. He hasn't come up in a while. He's but like your Joker. Yeah, he's the other, the flip side of uh of the coin that is Pat Dean. Yeah. Yeah, sure. That's okay. what people say. So that's I like the, thing. the idea that he's that he's your Joker, but really he's the he's Batman and you're the Joker. Oh wow! <laughs> Dang, because he is the most serious dude. He's so serious. <laughs> he has yeah the seriousness of a man who watched his parents get killed. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Also the seriousness serious. of someone who's ne- who never had sex. But um, then why so serious? Well, why? That's something you know, that you would ask Kant, right? That is something that's kind of interesting to think about in those Christopher Nolan movies. Is he only you? You only have definitive proof of Batman smashing in the third movie. He might be a virgin. Okay. I haven't. <laughs> I'm saying. How long have you been looking for definitive proof of Batman smashing? Uh, one time, I I did do research about this uh, like many <laughs> years ago, and I found this website of this guy explaining like. Batman. Here's, here's how Batman is not a virgin. Yeah, it was weird because like <laughs> the guy was very the the website was very this whoever this guy was this blog writer was very emphatic that Bruce Wayne has had sex before. Mm. <laughs> like he was like making his case for why it was so strange to read. Okay, it was like six in the morning. All right, we have to finish this. All right, so just fucking <laughs> shut up for a second. <laughs> okay, I'm saying Batman fucks. So. Gill's epistemology is basically this. It's it's transcendental empiricism, which is the opposite of Kant's transcendental transcendental idealism. Ah, suck it, Kant. Suck it, Kant. Well, you never did. No, he no, no, he never sucked anything, and he never got anything sucked. No. Um, but Kant okay. basically says that uh, there are these concepts in our heads, things like space, time, causality. They are in our heads, and they are used to interpret the shut up the phenomena that that is shut up I'm just that saying. is stop singing the cranberries <laughs> that is 
that is uh that basically assaults our senses. Okay. Yeah. Um while Kant says that there is no way to really know, there's no way uh to really know Hey Kant, is there yeah. a way? Hey, is there a way, Kant? No, no Junebug. I can't fucking believe it, way. Um, no, Junebug, I'm sorry. I'm uh, Emmanuel Kant. I'm Emmanuel Kant. We speak the same language. Yeah. We somehow speak the exact same language. Yeah. Even though I'm German and you're Mexican. Yeah. Um and uh, sorry, Mexican American. Uh, I mean, let's not go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Kant, but Kant is basically saying that the only thing we can really know is uh, how. Okay, so he he says he admits that basically we can know that there is an outside world, but we don't know how it is. It seems like the only thing that we know uh, for sure mm-hmm. is how low can you go? How low can you Hugo Rodriguez? Yes. Okay. So the only thing we can know is that there is something outside of us, and it is constantly assaulting us with sense data. Yikes. Okay? And our perceptions, right, interpret that through this sieve of uh, of concepts that exist in our mind already. Okay? Yes. Things like time, space, causality, quantification. Motion. Motion, sure. Well, that, that's kind of included in space and time. Math. But uh, that's inc- included in quantification. Basketball. Basketball is kind of both. <laughs> um, <laughs> if basketball was its own pure category, that'd be really funny. That'd be kind of interesting. Um, <laughs> okay. <clears throat> what Gill says is that uh, there are n- no these concepts don't exist in our head. In fact, what happens is that experience happens to us constantly and it never repeats itself it's always new and therefore it forms concepts in our minds that are always adapting to it so concepts like space and time and motion and math and basketball uh are (laughs) they are not permanent categories in our minds they seem like permanent categories right now because evolution has sort of programmed us to maintain these categories over a period of like thousands of years, but they're they're up to debate basically. Okay. They can change. Something like space and time. They. Wow, that was weird. Siri is Siri was just talking at us. Um, I think it said seem to. Seem to. Yeah, it sounds like Siri. Oh no, I said Siri. This is a fucking train wreck. Of no, I'm saying that's when you were talking. That's what set it off. Okay. So space, I solved that mystery. Space and time. Shut up. Space what? and time. Shut You're the one up. who set the thing off. I was just sitting here listening, having a great time, learning. You're the one who set it off. I was trying what to explain. Learn? What have you learned? That About identity and all that shit. All that fucking shit. <laughs> that fucking shit. Fucker. So what happens? So space, time. They're not permanent. Nice. They're they're not permanent categories. They're not permanent concepts. Yes. Okay. And so the way that we acquire knowledge is by creating concepts. We create concepts and content and content. Sure, we're great content creators. I mean, we've spent an hour and a half just creating the worst content imaginable. I think it's pretty good. Oh, thank you. I needed that. <laughs> okay, but. So this is what he said. Basically, what he's saying is that reality is this, uh, like churning ocean of difference Gross. and multiplicity, 
and he has this term called rhizomatic or rhizomes, which is like a way that a uh, fungus grows, which is what? like kind of like roots that are all connected to each other. Experience is all connected to each other in these random ways. And this is what creates concepts. Concepts are created through our understanding of experience through differences. We understand consistent differences, and that's what sculpts an identity out of this mess. This mess that he calls chaosmos. Chaosmos? Chaosmos. Which Whoa. sounds like a fucking... I should have brought this up earlier. It sounds like a fucking Marvel supervillain. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a portmanteau of chaos and cosmos. He calls it the chaosmos. Nice. And it's this churning ocean of being that just never stops, but our, like... They can't stop, won't stop. It can't stop, won't stop. And our reception of it is when we recognize consistent differences between things, we sculpt identities out of them. That makes sense? Yes. Kind of? Okay. So that's what that's where we get the idea of a microphone, even though these are different microphones. Not only do they look different, they're literally different objects in yes. space, right? But we call them both microphones. Okay. The reason we call them both microphones is because there are more ways that they're similar than they're different. And they're way differenter to other things. This is not Aaron. This is a microphone. Yes. Right? Why is this not Aaron? Because Aaron's over there, A. Looking up bad uh, multiplicity reviews. Looking up bad multiplicity reviews. He's got a five o'clock shadow right now. He's wearing glasses. This thing does not have a five o'clock shadow. This thing does not wear glasses. Aaron is not connected to a wire. This thing is connected to a wire. But he will be connected to a wire later, if you know what I'm saying. Okay, sh yeah, sure, later. But th at this we're point gonna, in we're time, gonna, we're going to do not. nipple torture to Aaron later. Yeah. But Ben's going to use his nipples. Can't wait. Rock yeah. hard. Fucking little I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to I'm gonna fucking perform a vivisection Ugh. on Aaron with just my nipple. <laughs> God, you're gonna use your rock hard those dragon glass nipples. Ben's dragon gonna be, glass. Ben's nipples. gonna be slaying White Walkers after that yeah. with his fucking nipples. A <laughs> um, hey, Night King. Ben's coming for you, and he's not wearing a shirt. Okay. All right. So the last thing we have to talk about. Okay. Okay. Is his uh like social theory basically is his opinions on um are they a lot like your mother's social theories? No. That we talked about no. earlier. No, they're the opposite. Oh. Uh, so this guy was, I wouldn't even say he's a socialist because he's way beyond that. Um, one of the things that he kind of comes across is his recognition of how the meta narrative that we're going through right now is basically capitalism. Yeah. And how everything has, it's kind of a fusion, a weird fusion of Freud and Marx where uh, everything now is obsessed with production, and the production's goal is to sate desires. So production is comes from Marx, and desire comes from Freud. It's Freud, baby. Yeah, dude. Um, so he combines this as this like weird, like operating beast that's going on in in society now, which is basically this. It's called desiring production. It's this one entity that just like drives society forward right now. Basically, all it is is it's it's trying to uh, submit technology to the uh, 
to the goal of fulfilling base desires. Yeah. For a price. So it's commodifying our desires. Base desires. Base desires. What if yeah that if this if this podcast if this episode could end with Jonathan Wolf wrote that and he wrote it on the synthesizer, which is kind of funny. Oh, that's weird. Wait, it's not a bass. It's not a real bass. No, it's a really Yeah, it's a synth bass. Okay. Can you please actually instead of Kevin's like outro music, can you put Sure. Can you put the Seinfeld song? Yeah, fuck it. Okay, cool. Um but yeah, so what he's saying there is uh, society has kind of been sculpted into this power mode. Fucking society, of, man. It is kind of fucking society, man. I mean, like, it's always fucking society, man. But what he's saying is, oh, he was a really good friend with Leather Daddy, with uh, Foucault. Oh, tight. And Foucault talked about power structures. Was this guy a Leather Daddy, too? He wasn't so much a Leather Daddy, I don't think. Was this guy, like, a sexual pervert? Because every other male we've talked about is from uh, France... Who's a philosopher. I don't think he was that much of a sexual pervert, really? to be honest. No. Well, so here's the thing. It's a nice he, change of pace. Yeah. Well, I think I, I think the only reason why he wasn't a sexual pervert was because he just didn't have, like, didn't the health. Game. No, he didn't have the health for it. He he he. What? He had tuberculosis pretty early oh. in his life and actually had an entire lung removed at one point. Jeez. Yeah. So that, that, that'll kill the mood. Yeah, it kind of did. For hey, him. you wanna you wanna come upstairs? Well, no, I, I don't well, have no, a, I don't have a condom or a lung. Or a lung. Yeah, I have one lung, and it's it's, it's going to take me all of it to get up these stairs. Um, I didn't have one lung. I'd be so pissed. I, if that was one lung, Pat. Yeah. Why do you think this guy threw himself out of his apartment window? I might do it. Just thinking. I and I have two lungs. Yeah, and you also live on the first floor, so yeah, <laughs> I, would, I would just. Work. Kind of hurt. Oh yeah, I would scrape it would just my kind knees. of yeah. You scrape your knees and maybe get cut by the glass. But yeah, that's about it. Tim would be baffled. Yeah, he'd be so mad because you probably crashed through that window where he has a stupid fucking water dish. Yeah, and okay. where he, where he gets in fights with cats through the window. Um. So real quick, so like the last thing is he he uses this interpretation. Oh yeah, there was this one fucking uh fucking fucking. Uh, there's this one quote that he used uh, where he he took a lot of influence from Foucault. Uh, so just to get through this real quick, he basically says that Foucault's like interpretation of modern society was basically that uh, the sources of control come from enclosed spaces and regimented behaviors. So uh, the way that like nation states controlled and like things like corporations controlled people's behavior was through regimented uh uh regimented schedules and enclosed spaces uh in what you see like schools what you see in schools prisons uh factories um things like that okay that's what prisons and factories yeah doctors offices hospitals right there's like rules regulations rooms cut off right everyone gets their own room everyone's isolated uh you know there are certain behaviors that are accepted that are unaccepted uh not accepted things like that right yeah to define every individual it's it's trying to define individuals um based on their placement in these regimented hierarchical spaces okay yes so now what gill says which is kind of a cool thing uh, or, or an interesting way to look at it 
and an, an advancement on Foucault is he says that this is a very much a 20th century way of exerting power on individuals. There's a new way of exerting power in on individuals through the internet. With the advancement of the internet, you don't need, there's more of a flow between these spaces. People can learn at home, right? They don't have to go to school. People uh, are tracked on like, you know, home, uh, like ho house arrest devices, so they don't have to stay in prison. Uh, things are, you, you know, people can like have uh, their medical needs taken care of at home. Uh, How all relaxing does house arrest sound? I don't know. No, I don't really like it. We've talked about this. Yeah. I wouldn't like it. I need to get out. Well, yeah, you okay. need to get out, out of town. Yeah. Ben. Anyway, hold on. Listen, listen. I'm trying to get to a point. What? Okay. So he's saying that we're still very much controlled by the powers that be or the status quo, however you want to define it, even though spatially we're able to kind of move around a little bit more. And he says, well, what accounts for this measure of control that we still have over our lives? And he says it's based off of personal identifi personally identifiable information or personal data. And he's saying that this new prison arises, this new digital prison arises because we all have numbers attached to us. Social security numbers, email addresses, bank accounts, uh, you know, credit scores, all these things that now exist in a digital sphere to identify us personally that are under the control of other entities. That's what controls us now. So we can move around spatially, temporally, hmm. but we're still under the control digitally because of these things that are attached to us that identify us. Yeah. And he says that this is more insidious and more destructive than any prison, any f factory, any school, any hospital. Well, I'd, I'd say that prison is definitely more, uh, more of a bad thing than the social security number. Maybe. I mean, I get the point he's making, but prison sounds pretty bad. Prison sounds pretty bad, but wouldn't you say it's worse if you're in prison and you don't really know it? <laughs> no, I wouldn't care at all. Okay. That's interesting. Well, I mean, if I didn't even know it, I wouldn't know it, so who gives a fuck? If I found out, I'd be furious, but if I didn't know it, I'd be like, well, you know, whatever. Well, what if you're... Go get some pizza. What if you're... Uh, what if you're like sporadically reminded of it. Yeah, that'd be pretty annoying. Okay. So that's what happens every time you apply for a loan or try to buy a house. Yeah. And you can't get there. Try to apply for a credit card. Try to get on an open mic. Oh, that reminds me. Mm -hmm. Okay, so do you want to hear a funny story? Oh, yeah, okay. Well, we'll, we'll end it with this because I have to take a piss. All right, so <laughs> uh, like I said, we have the Monday comedy Nights. Yeah. <clears throat> the Velveeta Room. Celebrating 31 years of live on Southern Stand-Up Comedy. <laughs> 521 East 6th on 6th and Red River. Mm -hmm. Austin, Texas. Go for it. So, uh, is, that the fucking, is that the fucking slogan now? <laughs> slogan of Austin. Austin, Texas. Go, Go for, for it. it. Uh, so <laughs> so we, <laughs> we do a mic afterward. Mm -hmm. And it's like complete pandemonium. Yeah. Uh, and uh, some guy like... Started to get sick. Okay. So he like ran outside, but like some vomit got like inside the club. Yeah. 
So Sam Castillo was the door guy. He had to clean it up. Mm-hmm. It's pretty funny. But then uh, a few <laughs> like minutes later, <laughs> the mic host uh, like said a name, uh-huh. and he's like, "Oh no, sorry, that's that's the guy who got sick, so he won't go up." And then a second later, that guy burst through the front door like tri- like with such triumph. Yeah. Like, yeah. And he's like, <laughs> I'm back. And he's like, I'll do it. Yeah. And like, like Michael. Yeah. Michael Priest told me afterward it was it was like he was a wrestler who showed up out of nowhere to save the day. Yeah. And so how do you do? Well, I said you couldn't go up because he was like, why? I'm like, because you're clearly wasted and you you vomited inside. Yeah. And Sam was pissed because he had to clean up this guy's yeah. vomit. So, like, he was leaving, and he was like, you guys going to mock me? He, like, put his hands up. <laughs> yeah, you shouting. That's the best fucking move. Keep in mind, there's no one on stage right now. Yeah. It's just him in the back of the Velveeta room at 1.45 in the morning yelling. Uh, so uh, he went outside, and I was like, man, I should probably just make sure this guy isn't trying to, like, fight anybody it's like yeah, we can't yeah. have, the first night we do this we cannot have the cops come here we just yeah, can't yeah. and so i was like i was kind of annoyed so i went outside and i walked over and um all of my anger went away because he was crying <laughs> <laughs> he was crying in front of the Velveeta. not this the first was probably time. his first ever open mic and i don't know got, who he is he, he scared himself or, into drinking know. too much who knows i don't know and so but he was like out there crying and I was like, oh, man. And I was and I, he was like, I didn't mean to do it. It was a mistake. I'm oh. sorry. And I was like, and like, I, I, dude, I, I was comforting this man. I gra- I touched his shoulder. I was like, hey, man, I get it. It's all good. This like fucking great. It's all good. He, he was like, oh, I didn't mean, I just wanted to go up. Blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, dude, I get it. Like, I get it. But I, I, was, I was like, it's all good, man. Don't even worry about it. I was like, but I mean, you got to. Yeah, you got to go. You just got to. And he just went away into the night. Still crying. Well, so I guess the point is, is come to the open mic. Yeah, on Mondays now. Mondays. All right. And again, if you sign up for a Patreon, $5 a month, you get into those Monday shows for free. Again, it pays for itself. (laughs) Bitch. Bitch. You you asshole. Ben, who is your hunk of the month? Um, I'm going to say Michael Keaton, star of Multiplicity. I'm going to say Aaron Brooks, star of uh, Stage and Screen. Uh, Folks, thanks so much for checking out this freaking show. Uh, you can follow us both on various social media on Twitter at Pat Dean on Instagram at Dean man P uh, piss and Ben uh, his uh, Twitter is uh, at Gristleporn, at G-R-S-D-L-E-P-O-R-N. same thing on Instagram uh, what else if you have a moment give us a five star review on iTunes it helps us out a whole whole bunch um, what else yeah that's about it if you uh, know someone who you think would like this let them know and if you know someone who you think they would hate it let them know too who gives a shit numbers are numbers uh so yeah anyway uh keep on thinking hard my friends and if you're not catholic you're going to hell international